As okay. good as it's going to get, just like the movie. As good as it's going to get. <sighs> I feel flustered, but ready to go. Hold on. I like that you took the one I was trying, but it doesn't really matter, to be honest. Mmm, like pink grapefruit, just like the label says. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. And I'm Katie. Howdy-do. I am huffing something right now. Well, we you guys have heard us talk about Boost uh, Oxygen. Maybe you haven't, but now you are. Um, this is not sponsored, but they sent. They were so nice, they sent us a box of it because I've talked about it because a couple of reasons. Number one, you guys know my papa had COPD and I had bought him some of the original Boost to put in his truck because sometimes his little travel oxygen pack would run out of oxygen super scary not good for him so i would had him put some in his car and in the house and stuff and then sean many of you uh, also have cluster headaches or trigeminal neuralgia and when sean was really having a tough time a lot of you talked about how breath work had helped and having oxygen and so sean had ordered some for himself because of that when we were driving out from uh, california to texas mm-hmm. that's when it flared up you know it's a stressful mm-hmm. situation so uh, i thought well maybe this could help because I'd heard people talking about it. Yeah. So I traveled with two cans of Boost Oxygen and man, it was, it actually, it didn't make everything perfect, but it, it certainly eased the the pressure of the headache. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we we're big fans of them and they were nice enough to send us some, uh, we've only done the original, meaning no flavor. And I know it sounds silly that you like put this over your mouth and like, and it's really light because it's air. Um, yeah, it actually feels like it's empty when you pick mm-hmm. it up because it's air. They yeah. sold us air. <laughs> But it really does help, you know. Um, anyway, so thank I'm, you, Boost. We like them. And if you have any issues in your life where you need a little boost of oxygen, we, we highly recommend. Yep. So that's that. That's that. And this, again, not not sponsored, but we just like them. Hey, Katie, do you know how you know you're getting old? When you talk about things like oxygen? Yeah, you're, you're, hu- <laughs> you're huffing oxygen for fun. Mm, this one has get a high on booster. our own supply. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I... Speaking of getting old, I have this weird thing. I might have whacked my knuckle into something or I might have arthritis. It's been hurting for the past two days for no real reason. Also because we had COVID, what, three weeks ago now? You got COVID knuckles? No, I haven't been working out. So I know I haven't like hurt my, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe when I was doing my trampoline thing, I bopped it onto something. But I've legitimately not been doing much. It could be arthritis. It could be inflammation caused by diet. Fucking COVID. No, well, it could Thanks, be. Thanks, COVID. I'm not a doctor, but. Don't blame my diet. I blame Putin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Right. Seriously. Um, what else is going on? I have a problem, and it is unsubscribing from email lists. Mm. This is the bane of my existence. But my- why do they sign you up when you haven't even signed up? Like, I get emails from things that I have never been interested in. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. They've sold my information. They sold me down the river. Yeah, if you get a mortgage, you mm-hmm. also get uh, subscribed to a zillion emails. And then there are things that I have subscribed to over the years. I'll admit it. You know, like I, I do, I find something interesting, but then I should be able to unsubscribe when I want to. It's pretty easy usually. 
most of them if they're straightforward businesses. However, I find the bigger the corporation, the bigger the headache. Really? I yes. find it easy, like Gap or something, let's say. Um, you just like unsubscribe and then it just says, do you want to confirm? And then it tells you it's going to take a couple of days and then I find it just goes away. Yeah. Well, I've had a couple of recent, so I'm trying to pare down my inbox because it just seems to be all spam. So I've been on a little quest to unsubscribe, unsubscribe mm-hmm. when it comes in that way I clean it up and I'm not winning because I think every time I unsubscribe, maybe they sell my information to two more. There's like a little pyramid scheme. Going it's on. like that belief that like if you tweeze one hair, four more come back or what is it? You tweeze one hair and six come to its funeral. I think that's what oh. they say. <clears throat> that's cool. So. I don't think that's true, but I do know based on going to Dr. Hirsch and seeing Joe, if you guys don't remember, I did. We never finished that series, by the way. We're such assholes. Well, there was a thing called COVID. I know. And then everything got all messed up and we were like 10 months behind and it just wasn't, we didn't get to proceed. Well, you didn't do what you were supposed to as well in terms of uh, all the follow-ups and things like that. Yes, I did. Putting the cream on until my face peeled off. I did it every day for like three months. Oh, I thought you didn't finish the procedures. Oh, there were a few more. We didn't do just because of COVID. Anyway, and it what didn't follow the uh, the timeline it was supposed to. Do you know what I mean? Like you're supposed to get them every month or something and then COVID. So they just stopped halfway through. Anyways, <clears throat> I do know from what Joe told me about the hairs is that when you tweeze a hair, you actually stimulate the follicle. You don't damage it? Because I think I thought mm-hmm. that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're damaging it. It stimulates it. Right. So when I unsubscribe, am I stimulating other companies? You might be stimulating the follicles, the email follicles. Right. And so, so I've six been, are coming to his funeral. I thought I was crushing the, the subscription. Crush. Anyways, I tried to unsubscribe from a major corporation recently. And uh, what they did was when I clicked the unsubscribe at the bottom of the email, mm-hmm. it took me to a web page and the web page was very confusing. Did all of a sudden a thousand pop-ups? Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Remember back in the day? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it was close to that though, because there was all sorts of check boxes like, oh, do you want to subscribe maybe for two weeks, one week, uh, you know, a bunch of options. And ultimately at the bottom in very fine print was unsubscribe from all. And I was like, buddy, that's why I pressed the button was mm-hmm. to unsubscribe. Yeah, they always make you do that. Then what do they do? Five minutes later, I get another email from them. Are you sure? Are you serious? And I was like, I'm pretty sure that I. If I wasn't, just, I am now. I'm breaking up with you. I told it. You know, <laughs> I, and, and then here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. It's a do not reply to this email. So it was a dead end. But they emailed you. What I know. A, what I a bunch like, of fuck faces. It was weird. Anyways. Assholes. The, the unsubscribe is very. Unsubscribe. But if mm-hmm. you could unsubscribe from anything out there, like in, in the world, you know, you, I don't like this. I unsubscribe. Oh, paying taxes. I wonder if we. Oh. Unsubscribe. Traf- <laughs> Imagine I, that. I uh, unsubscribe from traffic. Mm. I also unsubscribe from screaming children. Mm-mm. Just silence it. Right. Mm-hmm. Send their parents an email. Mm-hmm. I'd like to I send it back. If it comes on top, I send it back. Right. Of the gabagool. I unsubscribe. Gabagool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that's that. So that's your grinds my gears kind that of thing. That was grinds my gears, and then mm-hmm. I have uh, in the world of food. Okay. So I've been looking at Instagram as, like, what is it, you know, to me, and I think, or or to most people, and I think what it is because it's a highlights reel, it's the glossy stuff, and and maybe I mean, I. It depends on how you use it. I also don't get all existential with uh No, I'm just wondering, like, what is this thing that, that I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through? Because I had stopped using it for a while and I felt good about it. And then I stopped posting on it because I don't mm-hmm. like I'm not there to post because I'm not trying to build a subscribership. I guess you probably should. I know, but I was part of our business, kind of. But not on Instagram, don't per you guys se. Think? I wasn't yeah. sure. I know. Do you want to <laughs> see clips from this? Mm-hmm. But as I was looking through it, I was like, man, this is it's like uh 
it's not pornography, but pornography would fall in pornography. I know. I'm like, have you ever said that word before? No, first time. <laughs> you heard, so nervous. You heard it here first. <laughs> so nervous around. Um, but it, it's like the things that got to rise out of you. So you're looking at visual content, whether it's cars, mm-hmm. whether it's mountain biking. What, like, I think we look at totally different things here. Well, I'm just saying like Instagram is built to give you, to like give you a dopamine hit, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're looking at. And I, I find that, I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just interesting that you're just looking for the next, oh, that one made me feel good or that that made me feel nervous. You know, uh, I, I look at mountain bikes crashing. I'm like, ooh, gets a rise. Yeah. And then I move on to the next thing. It's kind of a flat sensation. Oh, it's not not for me, not for me. Oh, and there, there's another hit, a dopamine Well, hit. something that's relatable to you. I mean, that's or not even relatable. <clears throat> I post funny memes that I think are relatable. And then I also like animals a lot. Yeah. And that's about it. So that's lately really I've been the... curating just things that I like to mm-hmm. see. And sure enough, the numbers on the back end, because you can see how many mm-hmm. people like it, they shot through the roof because it was Sean's greatest hits, like things that were making me. But that's how you should always be on social media. Post the things you love. I guess. But I just, I, I was thinking, what is this thing, you know? And <laughs> you're thinking about too much. <laughs> but I found something <laughs> that I was really excited about because since we live together we can talk about this but food is really boring these days yeah we're, we wish there's a new food that was invented during covid Although, we cooked a lot at home to be honest there are like we could go to h mart like a different type of grocery store or like an indian you know, base, and then you can then it's not like there's been new food created it's just you're opening yourself up to different recipes you maybe haven't tried before because we usually right. order out for that kind of stuff because i don't know i'm not that great at making curries and i'm not that good at making vindaloo you know, yeah what are some of the other names they're fun mm-hmm. indian name, indian food is really fun i like it mm-hmm. but I, like it, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know how to cook it i know how to cook the basics in, we can do from yeah. north america yeah i can make a mean taco salad i can cook you did some that noodles. last night it was delicious yeah and mm-hmm. so on instagram mm-hmm. i have discovered a company that i really like and it's a restaurant from uh, copenhagen denmark mm-hmm noma noma at one point was labeled as the best restaurant in the world i always think that's just too much hype for a restaurant for me you know what though from what i've heard but you is, haven't been there so no but i was outside of it oh so close yes. yet so far i saw it from Did the you water sniff no you, the michelin star just, air <laughs> smells like tires <laughs> burning rubber it smells like a grease trap <laughs> right isn't that funny michelin star it's michelin tires uh-huh. i think that's what it is uh-huh. they were yeah you are correct. I was drinking my coffee. I would have talked louder. Right. More. So uh, mm-hmm. I I bought their book, The oh, Guide yes. to Fermentation. I think it's back there. And The Guide to Fermentation is really cool. It's a cool. big ass book. It's awesome. It's, it covers so many different things. I'm not that far into it, but it it's really, it opens your eyes up to this world of, of You new went flavors. through a phase of buying a bunch of random books. I needed some new uh, reading things. Have you read your other reading things? Well, I've, I've looked at the pictures. So going back to Instagram, Noma has. I'm like Sean. The I book spent, is very. I think he spent like two hundred dollars on books over the last like four or five months, and I was like, "But you didn't. But you have your other books." I'm still reading them. I'm I'm making my way through Sapiens, and I've I've cracked a couple of these. I'm about ten pages <laughs> into each one. I've cracked. So oh I goodness. I jump into the visual medium of Noma. I'm like, give me the goods, mm-hmm. and on Instagram, their account is fantastic. I'll link it, but I'm going to show you. Just real quick. Or they can just look up Noma, right? N-O-M-A. Look at this. Why is that so exciting? 
what they're doing, they've got basically a, labor, a laboratory, Ooh. a lab, mm-hmm. and they're producing all these new flavor profiles that have okay. never been it's, seen before. It's it's just on a cycle. I'm just watching over and over as it right. goes out and in and out and in and out. And I don't know if I can put it on the screen. Basically, what they're doing is they're they're blending. I'll read it real quick. They're blending all sorts of flavors. It says to they're produce. distilling something. Yes. That well. Yes. Here I'm going to read this real quick because this is this really turns my crank. It gets me excited, you know, for mm-hmm. food. You guys, because I'm like, well, maybe it's a new food or a flavor that I've never had before, and I really want to try it. And the post says something like this: Every season, we gather different ingredients with aromas that best represent and capture the mood for our Oshibori spray. For the ocean menu, we look to seaweeds and citrusy herbs. Currently, we're using sole, which is dulce. I don't know what that is. Kelp, Irish moss, and lemon thyme. Mm-hmm. To so that's pres- what's all in that little weird thing. In the that beaker they're- that they're spinning and waters. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a science experiment. To preserve the aroma, we've crushed the ingredients with liquid nitrogen, which will help immensely in extracting the most aroma. Mm, we aroma. pour 60% ethanol over the crushed seaweed and herb mixture, and we distill at 45 degrees Celsius until we are left with just the water in the flask. From the extraction, we'll get a floral, slightly fruity note from the sole, a hint of savory, briny touch from the kelp, and a bright, refreshing finish from the lemon thyme. I'm like... Interesting. It's uh, fantastic. And that's, The aroma made me giggle because anybody who's from Washington knows of the aroma of Tacoma. Mm. We call it the aroma of Tacoma when you drive up the freeway and you go past the Tacoma area. There's a paper mill, I want to say, that's over there. Oh. And it smells horrible. Yeah. It smells like farts. Yeah, what do they use to uh, to get to produce that there's note? Pulp. No, but it, there's a chemical that uh, that makes that happen. I have no idea. Lie? Mm. I don't know. No. I'm, just, I'm lying about it. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'm just making it up. Anyway, so if you are in tune with any foodie things like that, send them in. I'm really or if curious. You have a, I, I know we did get a, a couple of recipes last time. This is like last year, maybe years ago. We asked for like recipes because Christina and I had shared a couple and she had sent the chicken paprikas, which was delicious, which we should make that again. But also, um, <clears throat> I know some people sent in some of their favorite desserts, recipes and things like that. But if you have like a culturally specific like uh you know i grew up in thailand and this is the one meal that we always made or i my family like christina's is hungarian and we made this you know this is the herb because you know if you if you have greek food it's basically about the seasoning Mm -hmm. because they're doing the same thing we do they grill meats but then they use specific seasonings that i mean is there anything better than greek food it's in the top three right it's very good mediterranean although i wonder if the greek food that we eat here is actually the same as if we were in Greece. <clears throat> Let me find out. Because everybody... I'm Mykonos. I'm Mykonos. Yes. I... Oh, you can see my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mykonos. We don't know that's an office reference, but you know how sometimes like we mess it up when we bring it over here? Right. Like Chinese food is definitely... Different. I think, well, I think that it's it's different because it's Chinese food made by Chinese people or invented by Chinese people who are living in America with American ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. So if you take... Although because we're more connected now, we do have access a lot of times to certain ingredients, but not always. Like I was watching this random TikTok the other day because I guess this girl uh, had a viral TikTok hit this years ago of taking pickled garlic, like a jar of pickled garlic, dumping out the juice and putting in a bunch of sriracha and put some like thyme some kind of seasoning and then shaking it up and she's like it's the best treat and she like takes a spoonful and like puts it in her mouth and i was like that sounds good if you like 
had it with something, but I can't imagine myself just like straight up eating a whole jar of it. And there was a British girl who had stitched with that old viral hip. And she was like, I have been looking for pickled garlic in the UK for two years. And I finally found it. And of course, because she's British, no judgment on British people, but she could not handle the spice. Oh, because the girl who. But was, I think British people eat spicy food, too. They, they eat Indian <laughs> food. They like to go out for a good sweat, I think is what they call it. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think. What do you Londoners, mean? especially. I don't. Are they I, Londoners or Londonites? I don't know. But even that, the curry that they have, the tikka masala, isn't that the. No, what's the one that was created in London by the in, like the Indian people when they were there? There's a certain. It, I'll look it up. Vindaloo chicken? No, no, not at all. Um, it's like tikka masala or one of the ones we hear about all the time. And anyway, um, <coughs> uh, it's not spicy. I don't think you guys let me know, but I feel like British food, no offense, love Britain, love people in the UK, isn't very uh, uh, spicy or, no. or seasoned. No, and much the girl like French who food was, where you, you, instead of using spices. So it, it comes down to, listen, if you live in a hot air, a hot climate, you're going to use spices to open the capillaries, to to flush you, to make you sweat, because mm-hmm. then you cool off. Also, in I don't think it's necessarily that. In I co- think in those weather, hot weather places, you can actually grow peppers. Yeah. Good luck growing a pepper in Quebec. Well, the earth is smart. The earth Has knows. Montreal grown any peppers lately? Zero. You know pepper is a derogatory term for a French person in Quebec, right? Oh, I, well, they then they get... I'm sorry. That's why Dr. Pepper <laughs> did not do so well in Quebec. Oh, really? This, the theme song? Would that be, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, uh-huh. wouldn't you like to... Oh, no. I'm a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper, wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? And... People were like, Qua? Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> this isn't going to do well. And they took it off the market. And Funny. so as a kid, I was deprived of Dr. Pepper because, oh. you know, it, it was... Wow. It was like making a product, calling it a dummy drink, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Anyways, but yeah, in, in cold climates, they use uh, things that will keep you warm, right? So mm-hmm. you 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 fat, uh, you have fats, you have like thick, you know, rib sticking material, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's why the, the British Isles or the UK has that sort of cuisine. I don't know. I'm trying to find the British curry thing right. and I can't. But it just is talking about why curry is popular in Britain. And it's like, you know, chicken curry, England. Like, that's mostly. And I'm sure everybody here is like, what? I know what it is. I've been okay, shy. Google. What spicy food is native to England? That's not a good question. That's a bad question. According to Wikipedia, chicken tikka masala. Tikka masala. I thought it was tikka masala. True British national dish. You heard it here that first. That dude, Tiki Masala. He, tiki. He got it. Tiki. Well, tiki Taki. There's a dude named Tiki Barber <laughs> in football. So Tiki's Maybe, a good name. But it's Tika. Oh, T-I-K-K-A. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, so the girl, just to wrap this up because it's not that important, but the girl who had originally gone viral with that pickled garlic spicy thing. Yeah. She, I don't know what, where she like... I think she she was an English person in America, but I think her family was uh, from Thailand or maybe that's what I thought. She didn't sound um, it sounded like that was where she's from. And I think she mentions that. So anyway, it was just funny to me to watch this British girl put all that hot spice in there because there's like chili sauce, too, right. and like all sorts of stuff. And I was like, oh, even myself, I'm like, I taste a little bit. because I don't know how spicy this is. And like, it makes me kind of nervous. Fermented garlic is really good. I oh, fermented that. garlic's delicious. But it was just funny. Mm-hmm. So she took a whole heap and spoonful and proceeded to lose her shit. Like, 
couldn't handle so the heat. So spicy, she lost her shit. She couldn't. <laughs> and with that, she we're lo- going to... She <laughs> lost it there and she lost it later. Okay, let's get into letters because uh, I know we're right. behind. Yes, let's... Because we do have to crush through some letters. Yes, and I... Up. Okay, here we go. After all, the podcast is about them, not about us. So. It's true. We're pretty boring over here. Okay, are we ready? This one's from Aaron and it is entitled First Email and IV issues. Remember we talked about there's a lot of embarrassment that comes from your first email. Yeah, oh yeah, email address. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, email address, sorry. Should have been more clear. So it says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family. Hi, Aaron. You asked, so I am writing in with my first email account stories, actually. It's still my main account, so I won't add the at part, but growing up and still today, I love fantasy stuff, especially fairies and elves. So I decided to choose Elf and Fairies at, you know, blah, 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 which I loved. Not thinking I would use it uh, much, but fast forward 15 years later and having to spell it over the phone as much as I need, as much as I need to, because it's Elf N in the letter N. Mm. Fairies is a nightmare with all the Fs that can sound like S's and S's that can sound like Fs. I'm constantly having to say it many times and then say, no, 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 F like in Frank or S's in Sam. (laughs) That's how I used to be with uh, before we got married. My last name was Morton. I'm like Morton, M as in Mary and then N at the end like in Nancy, you know, Um, because it sounds a lot alike over the phone. Hmm. and then, okay, so F is in Frank, S is in Sam. When they finally get it, they usually say how difficult it is, but very interesting. <laughs> I remember this one time the person got it on the first try, and I was so shocked but relieved for not having to do the whole sounds like blank thing. They were like, oh, my God, mine's fairies and elves. And you're like, <laughs> right? are. And you're like, we are on the same wavelength. Yeah. I have tried changing it, but I will always keep going back to elf and fairies. Okay, so that's the email. Now on to IV issues. Elephants and Jerry's. Exactly. Sounds like if we were doing a a charades. In 2016, I had a very, very painful infection in my left breast. An embarrassing place, I know. But anyways, I took or it took three very painful ER visits over a week before they finally admitted me and I had to have emergency surgery to remove the infection and six days in the hospital on antibiotics. Ooh, that's rough. While in the hospital, I had two IV issues that I want to tell you about. First, on the days like, I don't know, two and three, I was allowed to go on walks with my mom to the cafeteria, which was about a 10 minute walk with an IV stand and wheels. And, you know, you're just feeling crappy. I was hooked up to an IV machine thingy that dosed out the right amount of medication. All of a sudden, there was this loud beeping. And it was the machine saying it was low on battery. This thing was um was loud and a nurse on her break came over and took a look at the machine and said how far are you from your room when i told her she told me to come with her and she took me and my mom to an electrical outlet where she and her friend were sitting and plugged me in (laughs) the future is here right i was with my grandma android at this point right where you're you know the machines are part of you pretty much you needed it to give you the medication when i went to visit my grandma this is kind of a, a brief but funny story the last time I saw my grandma in December, she was in the hospital because um, if you didn't know, she's passed and she had had pneumonia in both lungs and then she had a kidney infection and she had all sorts of stuff happen and she got COVID and then she ended up passing away. But the uh, when I was visiting her, this machine started beeping and 
I was like, oh, hold on, let me go get the nurse. And this nurse came in and she just said, oh, just hit this button and, and stop it. We don't need to do anything yet. She's not due for another 45 minutes or whatever for whatever this is telling us to do. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, hit that button. And she goes, yeah, just poke it once. It'll stop. So I'm talking to my grandma for another, like, let's say five minutes. Machine goes off again. And I'm like, let me poke the button. Then less than five minutes later, it goes off again. And I poke the button. It goes off immediately again. And I'm like, Grandma, I got to go find a nurse again. I don't know what's happening. This is like getting progressively more intense. And I go find a different nurse than the one who told me to poke the button. And the nurse came in and was like, who told you to, what are you touching this for? And I got in trouble. And I was like, no, no. the the uh, uh. And she was like, she should not have told you. She needs medicine. Like, the, Anyway, I won't get into, you know, our healthcare staff being burnt out and overwhelmed, but it was definitely one of those like beeping. It made me think of the, like, you got to plug it in because I wondered what was going on because it gives you no information. I know just, they need like one of those things you plug into your car, the ODB reader. Yeah. It tells you what's going on. Yeah. You're like, um, what, what do you need, sir? Beep, yeah. beep, beep. Oh, my oxygen sensor. It should, instead of beeping, it should say, call the nurse right. or you need medicine or something. We need to like connect, you know, Alexa or Google too. Yeah. You're like, what is that? Morse code? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and why was it getting progressively, even though I was hitting the button? Anyway. You were turning up the volume. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Okay. <clears throat> so had to get plugged in and um, hold on. I lost where I was. Okay. Where she and her friend were sitting and plugged me in and I charged for a bit and then I headed straight back to my room. Just outside the unit, the alarm went off again. Second, it was about, uh, oh, so that's that's her first thing. Second, it was about day four or five. So she had one IV for that. <clears throat> and a second for that. And my mom and I were in the cafeteria and I moved my hand and the IV almost just fell right out. Before going, my IV was supposed to be changed because it was causing issues. And the special nurse that does the IVs, um, uh, oh, it could be a trouble to get the special nurse that does the IVs because she was really backed up and it was going to be a while. So they said I could just go with my mom as long as I was careful. So when it almost fell out of my hand right near the pharmacy, I bought a, ten a tensor bandage and wrapped my hand in it um, with my mom's help. And when I got back to the unit, the nurses said that that was smart thinking. Look at you, Aaron. Wicked smat. About five minutes later, the special nurse walked in to replace the IV. I've had so many bruised spots on my arms and hands from those damn IVs when I went home. I bet. That's the thing... Does anybody else wish that you didn't have to put IVs in your hands? There's something about hands. Like there's not like, can you put it in my butt where I don't have to look at it or in like a fatty part of my arm, like back here? There's nothing here. It's too, it's too bony. Well, it's also packed with nerves, right? How many nerves are in the hand? It's a super scent. Like, it makes me nervous. I hate it. Yeah. I don't like any of that. I agree, Aaron. And I know a couple members of our community have had surgeries recently or infusions have had to get it in their hand. I don't like it. Okay. Have an awesome week. Hugs, Aaron, the awesome Toronto contributor. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for sharing. Oops, sorry, I bonked my microphone. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on to another letter from Christina, and it is entitled, Just a Letter That Doesn't Matter. LOL. <laughs> okay. It says, Hello, Katie, Sean, and Roxy. Hello, hello. It says, Hello from Delaware again. Every time I hear the state Delaware, and I know I've said this before, Christina, I think of Wayne's World when they're going through all the states and they have all these funny things to say about each state. And then they're like, hello, we're in Delaware. <laughs> I think that's Joe Biden's home state, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. It says, I love and enjoy watching your podcast. And oh, podcast period. AKA is my favorite and the Patreon live stream. Whoop, whoop. It helps me kind of step out of life in the moment. Helping my child with homework. She had to make a roller coaster project. Oh, a roller coaster project, like build a roller coaster. 
It says pretty intense. I'm not that great at math, so I hope she passes. LOL. Here's a photo. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, okay. the tubing. That's smart. I like the sky. Yeah, and that there. little barn. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm not very good at math either, so don't worry. Okay. Is that another? Oh, that's. I think that's a photo for a different thing. Yeah, that's a pupper photo. Very cute. Okay. Back to the top. She only had to do a roller coaster, but she's obsessed with horses. Oh, ASD. So when uh, when you have an autistic child or when you're autistic, there's certain subject matter that is super interesting to you. Um, like, for instance, one of my friends who had a, a, a son who was autistic was obsessed with trains. So they'll have like a thing. So her yeah. daughter's obsessed with They're horses. passionate about I also, subject matter. as a kid, loved horses. So I understand. So she had to add a barn, hence the the barn. <laughs> It takes up the trunk of my car. I know I looked pretty large. It's late, but I can't sleep. So I'm just rambling. I don't have any bike stories or anything crazy, but I just had a few jokes that my eight-year-old has recently told me and say this to Sean. Okay. Um, what's your name? Sean. What's this? Nose. Uh, what's on the floor? Carpet. Sean knows nothing. Oh, no, it didn't work. He didn't answer it right. <laughs> what do you mean I didn't answer it right? No, you're supposed to say, I and I, I really name. fucked it up, Christina. I'm sorry. So I say, uh, what's your name? Sean. And I say Sean. And then I say, what's this? Nose. And then when I point, I say, what's on the floor? Carpet. You're supposed to say nothing. And then I say, Sean knows nothing. That's the joke. Oh, what's on the floor? I see. But there is carpet. So in his defense, Sean knows a lot of things. I think a little. <laughs> my brain works a little differently. It's, well, it's a little kid. It's a little kid. You know, yeah, joke. yeah, no, no, I know, I get it. Okay. It's a good joke. Ready? Yeah. Why can't Elsa hold a balloon? I don't know who Elsa is. Because she will let it go. Let it go. Oh, frozen? Uh-huh. That was a real that's a good one. That's a cute one. Why can't Cinderella play soccer? She doesn't have the shoes for it. Because she'll run away from the ball. Ah. <gasps> oh, that's so good. I have a lot more, but I won't bore you. LOL. Have a good week. Tina from Delaware. And here's a picture of my fur baby. And that's her little dog. Oh, oh is that a Chewbacca type uh, scenario? No, I'd say it's a, um, whatchamacallit, like a Spaniel or, or not a King like Charles Spaniel. It. Maybe a, it almost looks like Charlotte, the little oh. nose. So maybe it's a Shih Tzu, a Bichon, but it doesn't look like a Bichon. Let us know, Tina. Super cute. Super cute. I love it. Okay. Moving right along. Yep. We're cruising. Cruising for a bruising. This is from Robin, and it is entitled Northern Ireland Baked Beans Okay. and Ice. Ice, ice, baby. Dun, 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 dun. Says, hi, Katie. Hi, Sean. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello, OTDM fam bam. My name is Robin, and I am a fairly new listener from Northern Ireland slash the north of Ireland. It's complicated. I, like Leanne from Portland, not Poland, found Katie's um, informative videos on YouTube, then began listening to AKA and now just recently found OTDM. And I am so glad I did. Yay, yay. Says I listen while I'm in work and it makes the hours fly by. So thank you both. Oh, I'm so glad. Says last week you mentioned C.S. Lewis, who wrote all the Chronicles of Narnia books after receiving them in the post. I needed to speak up to you and tell you that he's from Northern Ireland. I think all great writers are from Ireland. I don't know about Northern Ireland specifically, but it's complicated. We it's don't a know. pretty big history of amazing writers. That's awesome. I didn't know C.S. Lewis was, was Irish. I can't do an accent or I would have. I thought about it and thought better of it. <clears throat> I just got excited because not many famous people come from this teeny tiny country. Hmm. Sean is incorrect. 
we've got Liam Neeson. <laughs> Isn't it funny? <laughs> I've mentioned this in the past, how like Canadians always know when someone's Canadian. In Northern Ireland, they're like, Ireland, yes. So we've got Liam Neeson, okay. Jamie Dornan, okay. Van Morrison. Yes, Van Morrison's a big one. George Best, Sir Kenneth Brenna. Yep. I was like, how do I say that? Rory McElroy, the majority of the band Snow Patrol. Oh, I loved Snow Patrol. Um, actually, that's more than I originally thought. So. Yeah, Rory McElroy is a big deal. Who's Rory McElroy? I He's guess a hard to golfer. Say I know it's a it's a Rory McElroy. Well, well, um, nope. where was our Rory from? Was he from Ireland? Yes, he was. It's, I think Rory is an Irish. I like name. that name, Rory. Yeah, we were just talking about how Irish names are kind of fun because, uh, like Siobhan, mm-hmm. but it's S O S I O B H A N. Like Siobhan? Uh, it can be a uh, a u g h n, like Siobhan, like s s i o b. I'd have to look H-A-U-N. it up. H a u n. I feel like I need a whiteboard. I'm having a tough time. Right, Gaelic I'm, to. Uh, but I remember that I told you this when we were talking about it. The first time I ever met a Siobhan was in uh, at Pepperdine my freshman year because she was one of my sorority sisters, and I saw her name written down. You know the list of like. Who was going to come to an event? Let's say You're like, oh, how do I, I was like, Shio Bond. What the? What is this? And they're like, oh, Siobhan. And I was like, I do not know that name. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen that before. We didn't have anybody named that in high school. Um, okay, but yeah, I like the name. And Rory, I always thought of Rory. The only Rory I knew. Everybody knows the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, something in my eyeball. So, anyways continue says maybe i'd still um just like to put a little spotlight on us for a second though since it seems like a lot of people don't know that northern ireland exists i know and now we all know or have only seen it in a negative uh, oh within a negative light the troubles i'm not going to go into that but just for a little bit more info it's been its own country since 1921 it's part of the united kingdom and uses the same currency pound sterling um the people have both have both irish and british citizenship oh interesting okay um and it doesn't have an official flag it's also home to a delicious dessert called 15s which uh honestly should have made their big worldwide debut a long time ago because of how delicious they are the world needs to know what is a 15 what is a 15s um okay oh she doesn't explain she doesn't explain well that's a cliffhanger i'm gonna have to look it up biz i think irish dessert 15s even it didn't even search it like you know when it tells you what it you think it's gonna be okay it, google what is it's right here never mind it looks like it's like a rolled up thing that has like oh it looks fantastic it looks delicious like powdered sugar on the outside oatmeal i don't know if it's marshmallows and dried fruit on the inside mm-hmm. i'm gonna see what's in it here so They're ingredients rusty. 15 digestive biscuits what's that mean like cookies? Yeah. Like a hard cookie, I think. Yeah, like okay. a hard, like my Belvita that I eat sometimes. Maybe. 15 marshmallows. I was right. 15 um, glacé cherries. I don't know what that means. Um, Iced cherries? Yeah. Cut in half. Condensed milk and desiccated coconut, dried coconut. I was like when they say desiccated. Right. Glacé, would that just be like a dried fruit maybe? Yeah. So it almost reminds me a little bit of the fruit what's the thing the you get at christmas people give you grief <laughs> that plus anxiety the, the the bread that has like gummies in it and it's a you're talking about like a fruit cake fruit cake 
it kind of is that because it's got like nuts and oh, jelly yeah. thing and this right. has like marshmallows and it sounds delicious and i really like to try it so i'd assume that the the dough is the biscuits but maybe not can, can we buy it in the states i might have to try to see if i can get it ordered it sounds delicious and i really want to try it okay anyways we went off on a tangent and i apologize that's enough about northern ireland for now a few weeks or months ago you were talking about school lunches we were Well, in primary school or elementary school, I would get the best lunches. I became a vegetarian when I was seven. When you were seven? Interesting. I'd love to hear that story. I know. By choice or by family? Yeah. No, she said, because so my mom, bless her, had to get creative. Oh, okay. Yep. That's interesting. I find it interesting when kids, I mean, I've always been funny about meat in general. I told you guys like fat on it or chewy bits. I'm always like, no, thanks. Um, See, I like that part of the eating the animal like oh my tendons God. and you know when you're eating a chicken wing yeah. you get to the nubbin i do not like that like, part you and ben my friend kim's husband ben he can clean I, a chicken wing that's how i knew we were going to be good friends one day we <laughs> i didn't even know him we all went out yeah, for, for a bite to eat uh-huh and it's the first trip we went to vegas when they were dating yeah and so we had chicken wings and i'm I'm usually pretty loud when i'm mowing down a chicken wing because I, I don't leave anything well, cartilage so it's like <laughs> yeah it's just like a shrimp. When I'm having shrimp, I'll eat the tail. I'm like a an alley cat. I don't want to leave anything to waste, you know? Or or a, like a prawn and it's got mm-hmm. the head. You just chew on that, you know? Or a deep fried shrimp. Mm. No, not deep fried shrimp. What's the one that they leave the head on? Oh, a prawn. Yeah. Right, right, right. Deep fried. Oh, it's good. The the, the, the little antenna. Mm-mm. Little crispy bits. Okay. Sometimes they poke you in the gums, though. I don't like that that part that much. But, no, yeah. but if you use your teeth properly, you don't have to worry about getting poked in the gums. <laughs> I don't do any of that stuff. I'm more like my mom's dog, Charlotte, who's very particular. Mm. She'd be like, I don't want that food today. I want that food. I, I eat anything that's deep food. fried, t- truthfully, you know. Yeah. I I mean, it's true, deep fried. But the antennas, I'm very texturally sensitive. I think we can all, you know, everybody, everybody to their own. But it's funny when Sean and I, so <laughs> I think we've talked about this. There was this restaurant. So we lived in Santa Monica on 26th and Wilshire. And we were like in about a block in our apartment and across the street on 26 and Wilshire was a restaurant. I forget what it was called originally. Remember it was that bar, the, from the people from Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that's right. The shack. Yes. The shack. And we love the shack and we go in there. I mean, didn't love, love's a strong word, but we would wander in and have like a a beer or something and like chicken wings. Yeah. For, for atmosphere it was it was, like, it was a fun little dive bar well because the thing about santa monica if anybody doesn't know is it used to be kind of like people in la would go there on the weekends but it wasn't somewhere where people lived back in the day it was kind of like they had their little beach cottage and they you know lived inland more because it wasn't developed early on so like even like water sewer stuff like that came through but as it gets hot in summer the rich people would vacation by the ocean so yes. they'd go the extra 20 miles and they'd have a little cottage so a lot of the old original bars and restaurants um like shay j the shack and even the one that's down by the pier below it's called like uh sunny it's a guy's name or something i forget i forget anyway but there's a lot of these old haunts that are just a little dingy and dirty and i love them and i cannot get enough it's like the doom room which used to be in malibu and then they shut it down but like i love a dirty dark bar dirty i think you say that but that, you know, I like to have them. I don't like to go all the time, but yeah. I like to have them. And I'd go once a week for like a beer or a cocktail, mm. you know, I mean, have I ever complained? No, I'm saying like I, I romanticize. I'm like, oh, I really like those places. But at this point in my life, I'm like, mm. we love the Shay J. That's true. I'd go there every day. That's true. But anyway. that, they're a little bit more upscale in terms of what well, they, they have serve. steak and stuff. Yeah. You can like steak. really steak. So anyways, um, I love those kind of bars and I get 
the thing about Santa Monica that's kind of sad, what I was getting to, is the fact that it's gotten so fucking bougie that all of those places have slowly closed. And the people that owned the shack were from Philly, and then they had lived in L.A. for, let's say, like 20, 30 years. And then because it was like things were changing and they just felt like it was a good time for them to get out and their kids had had kids and they wanted to like see their grandchildren and they were back in Philly. They sold their two restaurants. They had two shacks in L.A. They and they moved back to Philly. They would have been more successful <laughs> if they wanted to stay hip and with the, on trend. As but they, then it like ruins the well, vibe. They, all they would have had to have done, yeah. hear me out on this, is remove the letter A from their name. So it was shik. Put a period in it. Right. And then it would be hip Los Angeles because mm. that's all they do. And like, is it steak or stick or it's just STK? Sean cannot get enough about STK, which is now like a chain and there's a ton of them. But all they do is remove the vowels from the names of, uh, of the restaurant and then it's hip. That's all you have to do. You don't have to change your menu. You could serve hot dogs you, and craft dinner. Like, that's old school hip. Like it's like now that's been like 10, years Oh, is it now all ago. vowels? No. <laughs> it just used to be a thing that restaurants did and I don't think uh, that happens anymore. Do you want to go to that restaurant? R S T. L-N-E. It's no. called Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I'd like to buy a Vanna, spin me a letter. Oh. <laughs> spin me an entree. Um, I don't care how much money I've got to spend. Gonna be on Wheel of Fortune again. I don't know I that don't song. Want to, da, 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 da. Oh, Vanna, spin me a letter. Oh, what is that? It's a comedy thing. Yeah, that's Cheech and Chong. Oh, it's Cheech think. and Chong. But yeah. they were goofing on a 60s song. Yeah, the... the da, 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 da. Send me a letter. Yeah. Something. It. Um, okay. Boy, can we sing. <laughs> Sean and Katie's greatest hits. <laughs> That's why when David Redacted put that video together for us for the 100th episode. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to show it to my mom and everybody. I okay. want people to see it. But the it's really funny and cute to see all of that come together. I was like, because it's been so many episodes, you know? Okay. So much blathering on. Bladder, ladder, ladder. Okay. Back to the letter. It says, um, we're back to school lunches. Well, in primary school or elementary school, I would get the best lunches. I became a vegetarian. Oh, yeah, here we are. I became a vegetarian when I was only seven. So my mom, bless her, had to get creative. My favorite and my brother's favorite were always her baked bean and cheese toasties. Cold, of course, LOL. It's funny in like the UK, toasties are a big thing. It's like a, toasted bread and then stuff on top of it. I think they're like put. Aren't they sealed together on the edges? Don't you like, isn't it like a panini? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look that up, actually. Okay, cold, of course. So this probably sounds disgusting because I know baked beans aren't quite the same in the U.S. People in the U.K. love beans. I'll never forget my uh, my old hairdresser, Sarah, love her, miss her. She had, uh, although Chrissy, my new girl's good too, but Sarah and I were friends forever. She spent six years or five years in her childhood in, the, in London or in the U.K., and she was out with one of her friends. They were out really late, you know, when you stay up late. And then the she came back with her friend and she was like, oh, let's make some food. And Sarah was like, yes, I'm hungry. Let's like get pizza or, you know, hot, like a pizza pocket, like because she's from the States. And the girl's like, oh, let's put make beans on toast. And Sarah's like, beans on toast. And so they split it down the middle and they put beans on a pizza pocket. No, Sarah was like beans on toast. And the girl's like, yeah, it's amazing. And Sarah was like, OK, I'll try it. And it also was delicious. As- Shit on a shingle. Shit on a shingle. Mm-hmm. Or no, is that is that green beans or brown beans? Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it matters. Does it? No. A toasty is just a toasted sandwich. Oh, okay. It says a toasty fundamentally is not a sandwich. Or wait. Yeah. A toasty fundamentally is not. 
or is a sandwich served on toasted slices of bread, a ciabatta roll, or a baguette. All of these fall under different um, banners of toasted sandwiches. So a club, it looks a club like a sandwich panini. would be a would be a toasty. It's basically a toasted sandwich. A toasted, but I think it's more like a panini. Okay, like a to- that's what the picture looked like. Okay, mm, a press. It says I know this sounds disgusting. Um, I'm hungry because <laughs> beans aren't quite the same in the U.S. as they are here. But when it when it was a bean toasty day, it was a good day. Well, I wonder what makes it different there than here. Uh, it's just different fl- the way that it's just like a different brand, different flavors. Hmm. I think ours are sweeter as in with, as yeah, they with use everything. a lot of sugar here in beans. and whatnot. Well, we have to purchase things that say no sugar added because otherwise, guess what? There's sugar in it. High fructose corn syrup, HFC, baby. Oh, that, that stuff is everywhere. That sweet, sweet syrup. Uh, they put uh, we're like hummingbirds in the States. We need a lot of energy. Yeah. Hummingbirds I mean, that are kind of although it's funny because the girls I used to nanny from Britain. They loved our bread and they were like, I love how sweet it is. And they would even take it a step further where they'd get like our regular bread and then they'd be like, let's get the Hawaiian sweet stuff. Let's take it all the way. That stuff is and very sweet. I don't even like that stuff. I can't eat that. It's too sweet. Yeah. It's just like a sugar bomb. But they fucking loved it. And so we had sandwiches on fucking Hawaiian sweet bread. For I'm like- always mortified when I see you, you'll you'll catch this on like a documentary or whatever mm-hmm. in a show when they're talking about differences between eating habits. Mm-hmm. And then they show like. How many uh, pounds of sugar the average person in North America eats <laughs> in 1920? And it's like they'll show uh, like a, three a bags port. of sugar. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're like, oh, three pounds of sugar. And then in today's times, you it's know, like and like 45, pounds. like 150 bags of sugar. Like, God <laughs> damn it. It's so embarrassing. You know, I blame the HFC, the high fructose corn syrup. But you look at other countries and while they may be at like 20 bags of sugar, they're also increasing because yes. calorically. Well, and we're more connected. So companies are over there. Like when we went to Scotland, they, I really, if I'd known, I would have brought them our candies because they were so curious about what kind of, what kind of candy do you have in America? Katie, Katie, what kind of candy? And then they were so stoked that they finally got a KFC. Right. And they're like, do you eat at KFC? And I was like, I don't even know where. McDonald's would do really well in the UK. Chez McDo? Yeah. McDonald's. That's what they say in Quebec. I call it Chez McDo. Chez McDo. Mick. Mick? Yeah. Whatever. McDo. Whatever. Yeah, well, you know, I say what I want to say. Right. I said what I said. You know, what's fun about being in <laughs> Quebec when it comes to McDonald's what? is that there are it's a test market uh, in certain towns. Oh, do they bring different foods out? Yeah, things that aren't. Oh, funny. And, and no, I'm not a McDonald's guy. I, I actually don't even ever, 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 ever touch that food. But hey, no judgment. When I was younger, I would get excited. You have to because remove be that like, judgment. Take the judgment back. People like shame. Act, shame no, I'm saying I don't. I don't. I don't like. I it. know, but you made it sound like it's just this. Hor- ever, ever, ever. I don't touch ever. it. I think, we get it. Move on. Well, when I was a kid, though, you'd always hear about new things like the McDonald's pizza. Oh, and I, was I like, remember Ooh, a McPizza. That sounds really cool, and it was. It was so good. But the problem with it being so good is that the reason why I don't eat it mm-hmm. is because I know that I sodium, sodium, and fat. Right, and then. Probably lower grade. Although nothing of food. like a cheeseburger with pickles. I know. It's I like. So I, fucking I always. Good. I know people don't like pickles. I love pickles. So I always got the either the cheeseburger McDonald's cheeseburger extra pickles, yeah. or I loved with Burger King Big Mac or chicken sandwich. I love the pickles in a mm. McDonald's, and and even their hamburgers because they're small and thin. Mm-hmm. I love it. Perfect size. I used to love the AMP ha- hamburgers. The French too. fries too. I would still eat those today. Heck yeah! And you know what was even better. Mm-hmm was the old school apple turnover. You know, the oh, one that was like crispy. Fried. Yeah, yeah deep fried, fried that beef shit. tallow. 
Yeah. And, and, and you, I don't know why they like try to make things healthier now then. I'm like, I don't I go to McDonald's because I, I want something to not be fried. It's a baked apple pie. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, where's the crispy deep fry crunchy? with the French fry grease. Can I pay extra? Will you put it, put it in the grease? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you see that? I'm going to get the, um, let's see. I'll have the <laughs> apple, the baked apple pie. But do me a favor, homie. Just yeah, take it, it and put it in the grease. Put it Just, with my fries. Cook yeah. it with my fries. Deep Thanks. fry that, you know. Can you sprinkle uh, pancake batter all over my burger and then deep fry it? Mm, straight from the fat And fryer. then when you would take a bite out of that that McDonald's hot, bubbly, crispy apple pie. I even remember it what molten. the packaging It'd was. like burn you. Oh, the cherry? So you'd have to buy. Oh, I hated the cherry. The cherry was Ugh. wicked good. Ugh. No, I hate You liked any, apple? I only liked apple. Did they make other flavors than cherry and I apple? I don't think so, but I would bite off the corners to let the hot air out. Yeah. In Quebec, they made another flavor and that was poutine. In the, <laughs> no, it's true. It was a test market. They put poutine inside the hot apple That's pocket. A lie. And That's like a lie. gooey cheese and potato would The hot out. apple pocket with poutine. Can you imagine that? Well, yeah, I can imagine that would be a good poutine, you know, like that sounds fucking cheese curds, What did gravy, you tell me? People are taking poutine chunks. and they're putting all this stuff on it and then it's not poutine anymore. But if you put it in a hot, I'm just saying McDonald's, mm. if you want to test out a new, I know a lot of people from McDonald's. I remember listen. when I was a kid, because we weren't as connected as we were now, people would go on trips with their family and then they'd have like pictures of like them selling beer in the McDonald's in Germany. And yeah. I was like, what? When we went to France for rugby when mm-hmm. I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, what was I, 16? Yeah, we were playing 17 and under. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I was I, like... 15, 16, probably? 16, 17. But like more, oh, I, was, okay. I think I was like 16, just an older 16. You know, I had a little oh. little baby mustache. You had like one a cat, little... A cat, a caterpillar <laughs> on my upper lip. <laughs> like big mouth when he has like little yeah. straggles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and we went and I was like, wow, they've got McBeer. <laughs> and everyone was like, you know, it, it makes its way down the line. Uh-huh. Our teammates are like, McBeer, McBeer, McBeer. Yeah. And we're all like... How old do you have to have? And it's only 16. 16. And so we all had a Mick beer. For beer and wine. Yeah. Oh, boy, were we living. I actually wondered. It makes sense why it's not. But when we were going to go to Harry Potter world or whatever, I was like, oh, I wonder if the butter beer is like actual beer or whatever. And I don't think it is. There's that one stuff of them. is disgusting, by the way. I don't well, care if you're a Harry Potter fan. I don't like it either. I tried it and I was like, what is this high fructose? corn syrup yeah but it whipped. wasn't it's not alcoholic yeah it's alcohol free foam topped soft drink with a creamy butterscotch taste instead fans love it that's bullshit fans don't love it but fans are willing Children to try it, it for like because we like love six, that sweet sweet sugar we're how like much hummingbirds do you remember like eight dollars or something Fucking pretty expensive crazy. for that sugar water that sweet sweet sugar water anyway you know me, I love Harry Potter, but, and I would have loved to try what's like, it's almost like Fireball that they would have. Remember? It's the fire whiskey stuff they would have at the, Harry in, Potter? in Harry Potter. In they the drank action. Fireball whiskey in there? It was something like that. It wasn't called Fireball whiskey, but that's in my mind, anybody else, when you read it, oh, you were like, that's what they're talking about. Fireosis Balum whiskey old. Boom. Boom. Roasted. Done. Roasted. Okay. Let's move. We've not getting through this letter with any amount of speed. Wow, you just had a whole little dance there with your Lobello. Okay, back to the, I think we're still in Robin's letter. Yes, we are. Okay, um, so school lunches, toasties. If when it was a bean toasty day, it was a good day. That's where we were. I also remember loving cheese and pickle sandwiches. That sounds amazing. Cheese and apple sandwiches and crisp sandwiches. What's a crisp sandwich? Potato chips. Potato chips, yeah. I don't know. For the lunch sides, we'd I'm usually down. get a biscuit and a piece of fruit. I remember discovering and getting obsessed with lychees. Oh, oh, 
lychees. I remember um, when I was my freshman year in college, we went to this Thai food restaurant with my sorority sisters and no one was their special for the dessert was like lychee something and nobody else wanted to try it. So I was the one that was going to be the guinea pig and try it first. And I was like, oh, it's terrible. Nobody's going to want it. (laughs) It's the whole thing. Okay. (laughs) Suckers. Um, Getting obsessed with lychees when I was about 10. So my mom would pack those up for me a lot. Did you have access to those in the UK? Because aren't, don't lychees grow in like, the Philippines or something? Probably canned lychee. Oh, probably. Preserved. Yeah. Because so. they're just nice little white sweet. If anybody looks them up, they're, aren't they spiny on the outside and you cut into them and it's like a little round white um, sweet thing? Like a water chestnut, but sweet? Sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I thought they were delicious. I don't know if I've ever had one. I know the name. Just another random memory from primary school is when our education board realized that drinking water was actually beneficial for learning. So we were all able to start bringing bottles of water into the classroom with us. I'm sorry. Sometimes some things you're just like, seriously, but there are things like that where like school boards don't even like pay attention to shit like that. And most children are dehydrated. There was a study that came out like three or four years ago about how most children under the age of, I want to say it was like 15 are dehydrated. Because they like don't drink water at all during the day because you can't have anything in the classroom. Oh. You know what I mean? Do you remember ever having water in the classroom? No. Yeah. Because you'd spill it and they wouldn't want you to. Yeah. I really yeah. also have an aversion to germs and the idea of a public fountain, which I shouldn't be weirded out by, but I always thought, oh my God, that's Even when a- you were a kid? Oh God, yeah. I Probably worse than stress no, well, response. Hey, mm-hmm. What's that? Nothing. Okay. No, but <laughs> a water fountain, typically when you look at it, it's crusty. Like there's like corrosion, maybe like a it's little green. It's because they clean it. That's a cleaner. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Not not spit. No. Not, yeah, that would make sense. The cleaner would corrode it's corroded. the, the it's, metal. It's corrosive. But I didn't like the way it looked and I didn't like the way it tasted. That could have been It always tastes head. a little metallic-y, but right. it's because it's going through metal pipes through a metal thing and out the metal spout into Everything your Everything else comes through metal pipes. Why does it? What is that particular? What is I think it's the, the, what I'm talking about is the, the actual fountain itself. That's the metal part that I think is tasting like metal. Mm. What does it say on Pete and Pete? If anybody remembers this show, don't eat metal. Don't eat metal. Okay. Back to Rob, because we're yeah. really having a tough time getting through this. We're not. We're just, we're chatting with Robin. <laughs> you know, it's like she's sitting here at the table. It says just as long as the bottles were clear. So the teacher would know we weren't actually drinking juice or fizzy drinks. There was no rule against bringing in ice, though. Ooh, crunchy crunch. I do love a crunch. Yes, we would put our bottles of water in the freezer overnight so it had turned to ice for school time. Why, you ask? I have no idea. Oh, it lasts longer throughout the day. Not that the water's going to go bad, but, you know, you just get a little bit of cold water and well, then you run I, out. Well, she's going to tell us a little oh. bit. I suppose it was interactive. You could make noise if you wanted by shaking up the bottle. Sometimes some ice would chip off and you could crunch it. Also, it was a way to feel like you were cheating the system. I don't know. Kids are weirdos. And I agree. Kids are weirdos. But we're also just like, I I was just thinking back. This was just like the other night. To like the things that you do as a kid without really, like with no reason. You just think it's cool. Like I would undo that paper clip and pretend I had a retainer. Like why? Why would I pretend that my teeth are messed up and I had to go to the dentist? Like, but other people had it. And I thought it looked so cool. Well, why? Hmm. <laughs> you know, there's funny things. Um, kids are just, we're weird. And then that's what makes us great. Okay. It says, I'm going to go now because I'm right. As I'm writing this, it's now into the little hours of the morning and I should get as much sleep as possible, especially because a few days ago I tested positive for COVID. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, definitely get your sleep. Yeah. And that- even when you feel good, 
give it an extra week or tell two. them tell them why oh because i'm i don't follow my own advice but mm-hmm. i'm here to tell you that last week uh i was feeling great sean's like i'm by, all better by and day I was like, five mm-hmm. i felt amazing by the way i i thought i kicked the shit out of covid i was like yeah 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 but that's you know? a lie because sean has this do you mind if i interject really quick i mean it's not a lie but go ahead i didn't say you're lying but sean has a tough time admitting when he's not well it takes him a lot to say like oh i don't feel good he'll be like i'm fine which means anything from i feel great to i feel kind of like shit but i'm just not gonna say anything yeah it's when i fall bef- below 40 percent. that's when i admit hey there's something wrong i think honestly it'd be like 20 percent because when you're like fucked up is when you'll actually ask me for help otherwise he'll be like no no i'm good because you said i feel great meanwhile he's coughing like constant all day long he's like i feel great i'm like uh-huh course you do honey love you very much (laughs) you're blowing your nose and you're still taking medicine right but then so by (laughs) by day five i was feeling very good honestly but still coughing taking it uh no by day seven i didn't have any symptoms uh if anything uh my throat felt slightly dry like parched but i thought also there wasn't a lot of humidity in the air whatever so last weekend i had stayed up uh on friday and saturday and like really late, like two or three in the morning. Two in the morning. I had watched, uh, I think, like uh, 310 to Yuma and, I don't know, uh, a podcast the outlaw Josie Wales of the other night, you know, something like this. I went to bed at like 1030. And I had cocktails both nights, maybe like two or three uh, vodka and soda. That's it. And I woke up on Sunday feeling okay. We were going to go to brunch. I felt okay. Went to brunch came back and i felt like a train hit me like within 45 minutes like what the heck is that he's like i think i'm gonna take a nap because we were sitting out on the porch i was like what is such a beautiful day why don't you just hang out here you can just fall asleep in the chair if you want he's like i've got to lay down yeah it was it was like that but it came on so quick because i was feeling fine during brunch and like when i say i was feeling fine during brunch i felt 100 percent. but when we got home boom and so i think what but he also had a tough time waking up that morning because he i think he stayed up way too late well, yeah, basically I had, I think, seven hours uh, of sleep and on the weekend I like to have more than seven hours. So long story short, <laughs> you think COVID's gone, but if you run yourself down a little bit by staying up late, you're you're asking for trouble. So if you do have COVID. Then he's been do, back not feeling good that whole day and night and then the whole next day yeah. was not good. Anecdotal evidence at best, but. but all of my friends, even my friend Cheryl, who had to go right back into dancing for Dance with the Stars, she was like, that shit fucked me up forever. She's like, I was tired for months. She's like, do not rush yourself yeah. back because it's like that. Okay. <clears throat> so. So what are you doing? You've been working out? No. Oh. You know I haven't. I thought you worked out yesterday. When? Or today? No. No. How? I'm grilling you. How would I? I'm secretly working out. I saw you carrying extra heavy book bag around the house. <laughs> Just put it on my back. <laughs> oh my What's in god. the backpack? Nothing. Is that the dog? No, if I was going to work out, I'd work. Oh my god, 50 pounds of rocks. They should be like licking my ears. Right. Okay. Um, no, I haven't done anything. I've been just trying to sleep more and like make it go away for good. Okay. So, test positive for COVID. After being so hypervigilant for the past two years, us too, but what are you going to do? We had a good run. I was out last weekend at a karaoke bar for my friend's birthday and perhaps had a little too many and let my guard down. There was one communal microphone between the seven of us. So, of course, when the first attendee of said birthday party announced her positive test result the next day, I knew we were all going down with her. And that happens. And I don't know. I know a lot of people are still very scared. And that's fair. You do what's best for you when it comes to safety for yourself and your family. But I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do as much as I can to like take care of myself and take precautions that feel good for me. But 
You know, they've removed all of the restrictions, at least in Germany and Switzerland. I was just talking to a member of our community. There's no, no more quarantine, no more masks, no more vaccination records, nothing. They remove. It's like they said, we need to pretend like COVID doesn't, isn't a thing because. Well, we have, to, have get to get busy back to living. living. Uh, they <laughs> clearly can't control it. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's vaccines, whether it's masks, you know, like we're not getting rid of it. It's no longer a pandemic. It's endemic mm-hmm. or it's a pandemic that has become endemic. Yeah. And so we have to live with it. And how do you live with it? You know, maybe rev up your immune systems. Yeah, take care of yourself. That's a thing. But I know other people are scared if you're immune compromised, you know, again, to do what you need to do. But we have to get busy. living. Ask your doctor. Talk to your doctor about taking care of yourself. Okay, it says, then sure as day, one by one, we've all been testing positive. Thankfully, we're all okay, but we do have to isolate in our houses for five days, which of course meant we missed another year of St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Oh, she got sick almost right around the time we got sick because it was around your birthday. Happy St. Patty's Day, by the way, to all who celebrate. Katie, I saw on your Instagram earlier that it was also Sean's birthday today. So happy birthday, Sean. I hope it was a good one. Um, Anyways, good night. Speak soon. Much love. Robin. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Robin. That um yeah, you did have a good birthday. We I talked did. about that last it's fantastic. week. We're back. We're back. We had to record this podcast in two goes just because today just got out of hand, man. You know that feeling when you're on a treadmill and you're running and then the treadmill is going Speeds too quick. Up. So yeah. you put one foot on the side and you kick with the other leg or on a skateboard. Oh, I put both legs out. I hop out like pow pow. Well that's and good. Then I just let it go. Zoo, 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 zoo. Everyone's got their own technique. How do you treadmill? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. That's why I stand on the sides. I, I always admire the people who treadmill, who they do crazy things, like they'll get in a laundry basket. And oh, yeah, then, and they whoosh, fall off the they back. They fly off. Oh, my goodness. We had a member of our community, and I'm not going to name any names because, you know, privacy. But uh, she used to do the Orange Theory Fitness. Oh, yeah. And she had watched. She said every few weeks somebody would fly off the back of the treadmill. Because you're you're competing against yourself and the people in your group, you know. So you're trying to like do your fastest, your bestest, everything. And this time she was going for like her own record, kind of. And she was doing everything so good, and then she got on the treadmill and speed it up, and blah blah blah. And whew, she flew off and her really hurt her bad. I know. You think they'd be smart about it and put right behind it like a a foam pit? Oh, wouldn't yeah. that be fun? <clears throat> Maybe that would be fun. <clears throat> okay, let's take it one step further. Mm-hmm. There's the treadmill. Behind the oh, treadmill. this is good. I know. You drank them all and I never got a chance to try them. So that's my first time trying. If you're just listening, Katie's talking about Celsius. It's a Fuji apple pear flavor. I don't know what laboratory is making the fake Fuji apple yeah, pear. Yeah, it's definitely no real but apple. But Boy, oh boy, is it ever good. It's like the best apple pear combo. It's tasty. It's refreshing. But back to the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Right behind the treadmill. If I was designing the gym, gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, your light went out back <clears> there. I would put, what would I put? I'd put a trampoline, a small trampoline sensible trampoline we'll call it that behind the treadmill so when you're flying off you'd you'd hit the trampoline and then you'd fly through the air with the greatest of ease and then a foam pit that sounds terrifying i think just straight foam pit because the trampoline sounds like there's too many factors that could go wrong Mm. have you ever stuck your foot through the boingy boing part of a trampoline it's terrifying it's horrible rusty springs you think you're gonna die and you get need a tetanus shot immediately right but what if it was a big trampoline area (laughs) like you, you were insured of safety it, no. Okay. I well, let's the, move on. This I, is just ridiculous. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't think this, this has any compelling. bearing on life. Well, I don't think I'll ever build that. But much like Elon Musk will throw an idea out there mm-hmm. and challenge people to do it, like the Hyperloop. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm too busy, guys. I got spaceships. I got tunnels underground. But if you want to do the Hyperloop, here's my idea of a 
you know, vacuumless. Mm-hmm. Is it vacuumless? No, it's a vacuum tube. Vacuum tube. Yeah, there's no there's no vacuum in there. <laughs> Imagine that it's a vacuum tube, and, and and there's you know mm-hmm. you get in there and you're like, man, that was sold a bill of goods. It's just a bunch yeah. of vacuum salespeople. Yeah. It didn't work at all. No. Okay. Ben, our science Ben is probably like, you guys, this <laughs> He's is like, just, please stop. It's not Tesla please talk. stop talking. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to move on to another letter. Did we finish our last one? I think we did. We did. Okay. Goodbye, Robin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Sir Robin. Sorry, it just reminded me of when he's like, brave, brave Sir, Sir Robin. Robin. Dun, 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 dun. When danger reared its ugly head, he quickly turned and tucked no. his tail and fled. He tucked his tail and quickly fled. Brave Sir Robin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. God, Monty Python's so good. So good. We just watched on Netflix, and we'll we'll jump into the next letter. Mm-hmm. But did we already talk about this? Monty Python on Netflix, live from the Hollywood Bowl. Yes, I think we did talk about this about two where, or three weeks ago. Where the man wrestles himself, and then we noticed, man, that, that bears a very similar... Uh, it bears a strong resemblance to <clears throat> Dwight fighting himself in the office. And I I bet, as comedians... Who doesn't, first of all, we're not even comedians and Monty Python's fucking hilarious, but who doesn't watch that or enjoy that and how fun to mimic it totally in line already with a character arc. Right. And I think it was a great homage that Rain Wilson does because he does it so well. Mm-hmm. But when you see the real deal from Monty Python, it is also exceptional. When he Honestly, puts himself in a, in a half Nelson, <laughs> he flips himself. And he couldn't be like a skinnier guy in a little like wrestling costume. It's so funny. I loved it. It's so good. Okay. okay. But Leanne has written us a wonderful letter. Should we get into it? Our, Hello, Leanne. Our Portlandia correspondent. I don't know if that's what she wants to be called. But anyway. anyway. It's five o'clock here, by the way. So I'm having a little. Oh, it's 435. So you kind of jumped the gun, but that's okay. I'll allow it's it. It's five o'clock in uh, New York. Yeah, it is. It's true. It's 530 as a matter of fact. Right. I'm in a New York state of mind. <laughs> I'm in a New York state of mind. Okay. It is entitled Another OTDM Story for Later. Mm. <laughs> and it says, title, treat everyone the way you want to be treated. Good. Rules to live by. Thanks for the letter, Leanne. What's our next letter? <laughs> it says, hi, <clears throat> Katie and Sean. I have yet another story for you. From listening to episode 103, lots came to mind. To mind. Sean, I appreciate you going the extra mile to tell management that employees are great. Remember we're talking about how? Yeah. I work in customer service, a grocery store, as a checker. Hate it. Especially during this time of the pandemic where everyone's on edge. The thing that keeps me going at work is how nice some of the people I work with and the management staff is easy to talk with. Cool. Agreed. Wonderful. To you guys and all fellow listeners, please be kind to the person who checks out your groceries. We are all human with feelings. I agree. And I'm sorry people aren't always kind. I find, honestly, I'm always kind first. And then depending on how they are with me, I may either either just go silent or I might like push back a little. But it's very rare that I push back. For sure. I would kill you with kindness first. And mm-hmm. if you were an asshole while I was killing with kindness, then it would kill you for real. <laughs> Take it one step further. Oh, my God. He's produced nunchucks. He seems upset. Is it numb or none? I thought it was nunchucks. Nunchucka. I thought it was nunchucks because we were just watching Trailer yeah. Park Boys the first season. It's good to look back at that first season. So good. But Bubs, uh, Bubbles had his nunchucks out. I thought it was nunchuck. I think let- it's none. I'm a bad ninja if I don't know. But I, for a long time, I, I would say numchucks. Because uh, I'm is. a numb skull. Uh, nunchaku. N-U-N-C-H-A. 
K-U is the most widely used in martial arts as Okinawan, Kabuto, and Karate and is intended to be used as a training weapon. So nunchuck is just our way of pronouncing the word incorrectly, which is nunchaku. Mm. Americanization. But nunchucks, and they are still illegal. Wow. Rude. What if I sometime need a nunchuck someone? (laughs) You better back (laughs) off. My wife's going to nunchuck you, motherfucker. I'm about to nunchuck on (laughs) all y'all. I would love it if you Bruce Lee, like you just jump into one of those dances. I feel like first I'd have to create like a helicopter effect. That's a terrifying. Because that's scary. You're watching it helicopter And you just got to, oh my God, I was watching this TikTok, as I do at night. And this woman had adopted a kitty cat who's its original mom. They had the same mom for like eight years. So most of its life. But then the mom got really sick. She had cancer and it was like not going well. And so her friend adopted her kitty because mm. she couldn't. It was hard for her to take care of the kitty. Right. Well, the kitty, obviously, as we know, kitties and dogs and animals in general did not uh, appreciate this adoption. It was not what it wanted. And so therefore it revolted and like fought this lady a lot. And she's like she put the camera up and she says, I just wanted to get this uh, documented. And the cat is like standing on her arm like it's paws. You know, when its ears are back and you're like, oh, no, oh, no. And she was like, George, I love you. I'm trying to help you. It's not my fault. Your mommy got sick. And then it bites her arm (laughs) in like slow motion. And she's like, George, you got to help yourself. What are you doing? And then she was like, I need you to stop touching me. So she like pushed his paws. So they're on the couch, you know, removed her arm. And then it kept trying to like paw her to like be an asshole. And she was like don't touch me like moving herself away and anyway it cracked me up because it just kept escalating to the point where she started singing at the cat she was like i don't know what's your problem and it's like she out crazied the cat like the cat was like it didn't want to touch her (laughs) and all the comments are like when it thinks it's the one that's the dangerous you know like and then they're like and the cats are crazy you know what's crazier than cats cat ladies (laughs) (laughs) stacy what are you doing oh i'm talking to the cat Oh my God. Remember Angela when she was like licking the cat and like, oh my God, I die. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. That just totally went on a, t- I'm, I'm sorry, Leanne. We went on a total. Save t- bandit. Ah! Come, nothing's funnier. And why is that cat in the drawer? I never even knew that that cat was in the drawer. Oh man. She's such a good actress. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I have a dry COVID uh, remnant cough. Cough. Okay. Back to the letter, because I don't even know why I got on that tangent. I can't. I have no... I don't know. She says, I am one of those checkers, and it's unbelievable to hear what's going on in our world, and um, and it can affect or affect a way that people react, or the way people react, I see. I know way too much about different opinions about things going on in the U.S. and the world. So take note of this, question mark. I take things way too personally, and I dread crying in public. You and me both, girl. It's embarrassing. I agree. You know what I also dread? Crying when you're angry. I always go to cry first because I'm usually angry because I'm hurt, but I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to be angry and my eyes betray me every time. Every time. Rude. I won't stand for it. And I won't I'll, sit and I'll, for it. And I'll probably cry about it. <laughs> it's my party. And I- it says I've cried not once, but twice while working at the grocery store. Why? Some, not all, people are idiots. I, I do concur. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell a little story okay. about someone I know, and I'm not going to name names. Is it me? Must be me. No, no, no. Uh, but someone I know fairly well. I've known them for a very long time. They uh, are a checker 
uh, well, they cash as mm-hmm. well as checking or, you know, whatever, the, the front oh, of the house. Oh, I, I know what this is. And <clears throat> the customers have become so irrational. Not everyone. Some people are really nice. Some people are overcompensating, mm-hmm. which is what our strategy is to be nice and hope that that helps somebody, mm-hmm. you know, so that we all get through the line quick. But some people are just shitty. Totally. And they're working out their frustrations and they look for somebody who can't tell you to fuck off, mainly in customer service because your job is to be nice. Mm -hmm. So then they fucking are mean and they piss all over that person. So this person that I know, I won't mention any names, (laughs) has encountered these people quite a bit. And it's a grocery store. so And so she has a thing where she smiles and, you know, bats her eyes and like, okay, you know, I'm sorry that you're having a hard time. And, And while she's talking to the person, her thumb is pressing into their hamburger meat and she leaves a big thumbprint in or it. Or the like, eggs happen to go in upside down. Yeah. I don't know how she'll, that happened. She'll open the egg latch. <laughs> and she's like, I'm really sorry. I I understand, uh, you know, but it's, it. she doesn't do this to everyone. And it's not if you're just slightly annoying. It's if you you're say something. Yeah. Like you're really shitty. You know, like, how dare you? What's wrong with the store? I want to tell you just how bad this yeah. was. Do you know that? And you're like, like okay it has nothing to do with me i i hear you mm-hmm. and she tries she tries for about two minutes but you know the checkout process is usually long because the carts are very large mm-hmm. and so while you know when, once they push her to a certain point the finger goes in the meat and when we talk about the hamburger meat you know it's covered in like cellophane it's a soda like the blood will leak all through the groceries yeah and i appreciate it very much I and we always giggle funny. i'm like anybody deserve a thumb in the meat today and yeah. she's like nah, sometimes okay. she'll put like another like a carton with a sharp corner into the hamburger meat <laughs> <laughs> and now i'm passive aggressive myself and i'm like this is really good we're like it's good idea taking notes i'm like what else if i ever end up mm-hmm. it working at a grocery store i want to know how to deal with these yeah. people okay so that's a funny story and I didn't even think about it. I'm not advocating that you do this, by the way. I'm no, just saying No, we're not condoning. We are just sharing an information together. Okay. <laughs> just to be honest, I don't remember when the first time I cried at work was. This is what I remember. I got a rude enough customer to say, customer, quote, I'm going to call the customer service desk saying I can't have employees screaming at customers. Keep in mind, this was earlier in the pandemic when everyone was masked up and a lot of things were unknown. I said paper or plastic like i always do Mm -hmm. no answer me say it again paper or plastic then i basically got screamed at my uh, my manager at the time knew me well um and i'm that gal that will only raise my voice in public to be heard yeah note raise not yell i bawled my eyes out to her after that order this was like month five of working at the grocery store flash forward to halloween of 2021 it was a sunday busy day at the grocery store plus it's a holiday unbelievably busy but i was exhausted two hours into an eight-hour shift oh unbelievable oh, okay gotcha um so this gal has the guts to talk to me while i was still helping the customer in front of her just saying are you okay which totally threw me off i was a little spacey but still doing my job then as i start checking her larger order out she just complains how i'm really slow and i can't be working here at the grocery store it gets worse She wasn't quiet to voice her rudeness. The whole line could hear what she was saying to me. After she left, I started bawling my eyes out. I couldn't get out out of the checkout stand for 15 minutes because we were that busy. Oh, God. Torture. There's a special place in hell for those people. I cried in front of complete strangers in my work environment. What an awful feeling. I feel that. When I cried after I learned that my papa died and I had to give that speech at Google, I cried in front of strangers, too. God, this letter makes me so angry. I know. Um... I 
I don't know what the answer to that is, but the person who's doing that, like the harassing, because that's harassment. Mm-hmm. And there's two things. One, management should step in and and help you out and take you off the floor and you know that sort of thing. But and if they're I, so busy, management could have been <clears throat> yeah issuing a refund for that person exactly. down the line. But that person, I guess the only thing is, I would take solace. I don't know if that's the right word. Solace, solace, yeah. solace. In in the fact or comfort, that, mm-hmm. comfort in the fact <laughs> that one, either they're a shithead which they probably are or two they have something really weird going on in their life that they're boiling they're it's spilling over mm-hmm. but just know that it's not you because mm-hmm. that is not a normal response for someone to behave it's, that it's way what we call an overreaction which in the therapeutic sense it means like you know the her reaction wasn't commensurate or at least warranted by what happened yeah so so imagine what's happened in the rest of life they're either a complete miserable fuckhead or fuck stick or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them mm-hmm. Um, I like to use the term uh, dickwad. Right, dickwad. Or they, they just have something that's that's made them snap. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the break point. Either way, it's nothing to do with you. And yeah. But that doesn't help. It still hurts you. It doesn't hurt. You're like, I'm a, he- I'm a human too. Yeah. Which. <clears throat> it's just, it's not about you when someone else is a total jerk. I think anyways. And it is, there is something inside of you. I had a lady once when I worked at Jack and Jill's for that breakfast lunch place. That one, I've talked about this, how she like. Was a, she was a bitch to everybody so nobody wanted to wait on her so I always end up getting stuck with it because like I didn't run to the back fast enough and she like had said something rude to me and I forget but I felt myself go red which doesn't happen very often like it takes a lot to push my buttons but this lady was horrific like first of all her <clears> order <throat> was very specific like I don't want this but I want that I don't take this and put, make sure you put this on the side last time they did it wrong like you know that kind of person so I'm doing everything just right and then I remember she doesn't like her uh, right before I bring it out to her table, I'm picking it up from the side, you know, where all the food is waiting, the, what's it called? <clears throat> anyway, and I'm like, oh, she didn't want to wrap uh, this way. She wanted to cut it on this. So I cut it and I move it and just push it with my hand, which is wash because I'm a, I'm like in dealing with food anyway. And I bring it out to her and she's like, I saw you touch it and you didn't have gloves on. She's like, that is unacceptable. And I said, okay, do you want me to take it back? It's going to be about 20 minutes, you know, because we're like, no, I just wanted you to know I saw it. And I said, well, I want you to know I heard you. And I just walked away. <laughs> and then I told my boss later, I was like, I can't serve her anymore because I will probably yell. And he's like, we're almost to the point where she can't come here anymore. And I never saw her again. So I don't oh. know if she ended up being kicked out. Like if the boss was like, I'm sorry. I would know. be so excited if that woman ordered hot soup. Our, our boss was. Oh, I tripped. Sploosh. Our boss was pretty protective that way where like <clears> if someone <throat> was just a total dickwad, yeah. he would like, he would deal with them and we didn't have to. And that was kind of nice. So. I'm sorry, Leanne. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> I know those are just two of the worst things uh, in a work environment that have happened to me. So let's end with this. I have or had had a lot of more nice people come through my line, even though the not so great ones I spiral on. That's the funny thing is we always focus in on those few negatives when there's a lot of positives out there. It's a lot of nice people in the world. A year and six months later, sending this in March, I could be wrong on that. I started October 2020. Gotcha. I'm surviving with the job. It's rough, but still learning to not take rude comments and pay attention to everyone else who's not being rude. Have a good rest of your week. Leanne from Oregon, Pacific Northwest, PNW. Okay. Well, thank you for working during a pandemic, Leanne. I appreciate people like you because people like us need groceries. Yeah. And we're all just trying to do our jobs and pay our bills. That's it. I feel the same way. And, 
anyone who's listening, if you can just issue a little bit of kindness to somebody, even going just a little over the top, like an extra smile, mm-hmm. a thank you. Well, even how's the, your day going? Asking someone else how their day is going goes a long way. It, people are sometimes shocked. I had the I've had two interactions recently. One of which, the guy um, was so like stumbling over his words maybe it was his first day on the job or something mm. he it was, i had to call the bank to like change an address <clears throat> and he had to verify it with this other person so there's three of us on the phone and he just said oh hi uh katie and i said yes i'm here i said hi you know how are you and it like threw him for a loop he was like oh uh hi like he never never answered my question it's like i got him out of whatever his like script was supposed to be or something yeah. i don't know but I felt bad for the guy, so I didn't say anything else. I just said to answer his question, like, yes, that's correct. Thank you so much, you know. <laughs> but when we got off the other lady that was still on the phone, I was like, I felt like I threw him for a loop. And she's like, I think he was just going for a loop. And I was like, I know, he never recovered. Like, it was all messed up. So I felt bad. But <clears throat> recently, we had to go re- renew our car registration. And we had to go get it inspected. You have to get your car inspected in order to do that. And... um <clears throat> upon getting to get the inspection done, I realized that our car insurance still said the state of California to which I call my husband and I'm like WTF. And he's like WTF. And then we both shrugged. And so I had to call our insurance company and I was super nice to the lady and she was super nice. And I think because I was super nice, she like double checked everything. And she's like, I'm going to refresh and make sure it all shows up on my end. A card should be going out to you. Blah, blah, blah. (coughs) And Anyways, I would always say like, okay, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. She'd be like, you're welcome. You know, I'm like, homegirl probably deals with a lot of people who are super pissy. People will go, not everyone, but I I believe that people will go the extra mile for you if you Mm -hmm. go the extra mile for them. Mm -hmm. Check in with them. You know, you don't have to jump right into the business right away. You say, how, how are you doing today? Yeah. And she coughed. And I said, oh, I said, I feel it. I said, I had COVID two weeks ago and this cough will not leave. And she goes, I know people think I'm like some kind of leper, but I'm fine. This cough just will not go. Yeah. A leper can't change its spots. So, you know, <laughs> leper. anyway, so I was really friendly to her because I figured also I had it had to happen. We don't know why it happened. It's not her fault. I'm like, just fix it. Thanks. Yeah. You know. That's it. And she did. And she sent me the card. her fault. And I got the inspection. And then I ran out of time to get the other stuff. But whatever. Okay. Then I wrote in a complaint note to her boss saying she made me late. No, I'm just kidding. No. I stayed just on. Kidding. I stayed online to give her five out of five. <clears throat> and then, you know, they sent the thing. So, okay. We're going to move on to Carolyn's letter. Okay. And this is entitled First Time Writing. Ah. We've got a new one. Also, I think Robin said it was the first time, right? I feel like we've been had a letter from a Robin. Brave Sir Robin. Um, yeah, but she's a fairly new listener. So, okay, Carolyn. Hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and OTDM listeners. Hello, Captain. Hello. So this is my first time writing in. So I'm kind of nervous. I guess I should probably introduce myself. My name is Carolyn, but I go by Lynn. Oh, just like my middle name. I'm 13. I have two siblings, younger, both younger, a dog, and my parents are divorced. I listen to your episodes from newest to oldest. So that's how my Alexa... Oh, oh, because that's how my Alexa plays them. Ah. Oh, interesting. So you play them that way. Well, uh, it just goes downhill. <laughs> like if you're like, <laughs> going get, backwards. Yeah. I apologize. If you think it's a little clunky now, wait till episode 12. You know, or. It only gets clunkier. Um, I don't remember which episode it was, but you guys were talking about weird name misspellings. And I've got some crazy ones. I went to a private school for a year and a half. And one of my teachers always spelled my name wrong. Your name is spelled. Her name is, by the way, spelled very normally like Carolyn. I'll show you. 
Okay. How else? C A R O L Y N. I would not. Well, I it think could be L I N. I N E. That's Caroline. Yes, that's right. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> so, but they, listen to how this person spelled it. Okay. So we talked about some potential mishaps. Yeah. You could write Caroline. That's okay. That's fair. You could write Carolyn I N, not Y N. Okay. C A R R. It's already derailed. O L L I N N E. Somebody oh, likes oh, to oh, double a lot of the letters. They might, like, they might live in Mississippi. M I S S I P P I. However, that translates to my name. Never figured it out. You and me both. I commonly get Caroline, which I can understand, but that spelling completely crazy that's like the one time i was at starbucks so i don't ever tell people at starbucks how to spell my name because it's a shit show anyways sometimes if they say how do you sometimes they'll ask how do you spell that and i will be honest as someone who worked in espresso stands for years and other restaurants where you'd have like cups coming out with names on them after you hear a few names you aren't sure how to spell anything in your life for some reason that it's like writing things on a board all of a sudden you're like is that that word looks weird roads you're roads. saying it weird and so i used to always just ask and you how do you spell that even if it was like sarah you know because it could have an h it could not i don't know could be s-e-r-r-a i don't know anyway so i always ask but if people oh what i was going to say is i don't tell them unless they ask i just let katie come out however it was and one time so it's usually k-a-t-i-e or k-a-t-y almost always never k-a-t-i they never get it one person though kind of to Caroline they spelled my name K-A-I-T-I-E-E I was like wow some creative liberties taken K-A-I-T Kate E that's me <laughs> um, I had the mocha I, the chocolate uh, frappa latte that's when you're like they call the name and you're like I think so. What is it? Is it mine? Okay. I listened to your, oh, on her Alexa. I don't remember which episode it was, but you guys were talking about, oh, sorry. I didn't scroll all the way and I apologize. In another episode, again, I don't remember which one. It's not important. It's okay. You guys were talking about health issues. Well, I've got plenty of my own. I was diagnosed with postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome or, oh, POTS. P-O-T-S. In February. Tachycardia syndrome? Yeah. Tachycardia syndrome. What were the first two words? Postural orthostatic. Oh. Okay. In, so POTS. If you look at POTS. I don't know. Um, what, uh, or, do you want to Google uh, it? I'll, I'm going to mess it up if not. But hold on. In February 2021. And on Thursday, I have a genetics appointment to be evaluated for Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, hypermobile subtype. We have a lot of Ehlers-Danlos Which leads me to believe it's more prevalent than I understand. That's like, we also have a lot of people in our community with Hashimoto's. And when I was at the Healthy Voices Conference, which is like um, a conference for health advocates, I find it's wonderful because I get to learn a lot about like AIDS advocacy and treatments. And they talked about rare, there's a group of like, call themselves quote unquote rare disease. uh, Peeps. Advocacy people. Yeah, advocates. And one was Hashimoto's. And so I always was like, oh, it must be really rare. We have many people in our community with it. So, okay. <clears throat> so POTS is uh, uh, symptoms related to the reduced blood volume that occurs when you stand up. You know, that like, whoa. Oh. The syndrome is usually triggered when a person stands up after lying down. Most commonly affects women between the ages of 15 and 50. And I think, um, I think Caroline's 13. Yeah. Um, so let me see. 
they it's most of the symptoms are dizziness, fatigue, inability to exercise, lightheadedness. So it has to do with your heart rate, I guess. Mm. Um, it's a high blood pressure or low blood pressure. Oh, huh. Sorry, I'm clicking through so I can get more information here. Is a condition. So POTS is a condition that affects blood flow. POTS causes the development of symptoms, usually the ones that I talked about. Um, and it's just your circulation. It involves your autonomic nervous system, which automatically controls and regulates your vital body functions, and your sympathet- sympathetic nervous system, which activates your fight or flight response. POTS is a form of orthostatic intolerance. Interesting. The development of symptoms that come on when standing up from a reclining. So it essentially doesn't allow your system, for, I, and I'm not a doctor, it's just like from what I've just read, it's like essentially your system struggles to monitor, to regulate i'd assume your blood pressure and your heart rate you you tell us more carolyn uh carolyn we'd love to learn um because again not a doctor and i don't want to keep reading through the mayo clinic thing and pretend that i know more than i do i want like and this is just me talking out loud i wonder <laughs> if we're and i don't know if this is a genetic uh disease it didn't say but it's, it's always a, a genetic syndrome. component yeah and if we're just learning all this because we're just now unlocking the genetic code so we're like mm-hmm. oh that's what that is where in the past would be like Oh, you had... Uh... POTS has been around for a while. Okay. I will be honest. I've heard about it for years. I just never really knew what it was. Other than I knew it was like a, a fainting thing, but I didn't know why. That's probably what they called it back in the day, the fainting thing. That's the it. doctor's like, mm, you seem like you have the fainting thing. you got thing. the fainting syndrome. But now we know a lot more. you we got can... the FS, the fainting syndrome. FS. Okay. Anyways, I'm sure I'll be rambling on, or I've been rambling on for quite a while. Not at all. So I'll stay short and sweet. If you don't have a teen ambassador, I'd love to be one. I don't believe we do. And I think that you have just clenched it. So, Carolyn, you are made. You're a made person. Ambassador. We opened the books. We put your name in the books. And it's Lynn. Sorry, I'll say Lynn now. Lynn. I keep forgetting. Thanks for bringing smiles to my day, Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. Awesome. I think I just got caught into the Carolyn because of the misspelling. The Carolyn. I mean, that's your name now. (laughs) I know you like to go by Lynn, but. That sounds more fun. It's kind of, it's like a party. It's like a party in a name. <laughs> okay, we think we have time for one more letter. Yeah, and then we got to get going because we are going to go check out a baseball game. We're going to see some baseball. Uh, the Round Rock, which is a North Austin club. Yeah, it's like a suburb. And I don't know, I'm excited, but apparently there's like a lot of food there. Yeah, they're a A ball club, so. Also, we have not far from us in Austin is the, the hockey. Club. Oh, oh. Hockey. There's a the minor league affiliate for the Dallas Stars. That's in Cedar Rapids. No, Cedar Park. Okay, so that's like north and then northwest Austin. Yeah, something. Like We're that. still learning. And then there's the Austin <laughs> Football Club, which I see that sticker everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are all about the soccer here. Yes. So I want to check that out at some point too. So we're we're going to all the sport games. Um. So it'll be really fun. And we're gonna pick one, and we're gonna become affiliates ourselves. But we're just, you know. Guys, I'd like to check out lacrosse as well. I don't even understand lacrosse. Me neither, but man, it looks awesome. My friend Nina used to play it, but I never understood it. Yeah. Hmm. I know field hockey. We haven't had any honky tonk lately. It's because your team is sukin. No, my team is amazing. I'm I'm just, I'm not going to jinx it. And really, I'll be talking about it more next season, maybe a little in the off season. But I felt like since we're in practically dead last, you know, but there's a reason why we're in dead last mm-hmm. and we're doing great nonetheless, which is well, all so we needed exciting. to do was ditch our stupid coach. Yeah, I feel bad about that. All you got to do. We have we had a coach who was an interim coach. <clears throat> he, he he did the best he can. And I never want to be the guy who's an armchair uh, armchair quarterback who's like, oh, I could do better. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. 
You know, yeah. truth the is, truth is I'm can't. not a professional uh, coach, but maybe he was not either. And he wasn't necessarily up to the task or his Well, it has to be staff. a lot to manage the egos and the expectations and just the the different personalities of a team and to find the way to make people work well together. I I feel like I played enough team sports as a kid that I could I could do it. I could figure it out and be a coach of something. Uh preferably soccer or softbox is the only two I understand. But sometimes I do because I did have a really shit coach uh, Mr. Tate in soccer, I'm calling him out because I really hated him. Um, and he was a soccer. I actually quit. I didn't play soccer my senior year. He was you so said, bad. Oh, hey, Mr. Tate, looks like it's fucked this shit o'clock. I'm out of here. Yeah, Is that what you did? I did. You and, storm off field. You throw your glove. And I didn't know your sister yet, but her and I were like, yes, fuck this shit o'clock. <laughs> um, no, I did. I like I not that I threw a tantrum, but I essentially told him I was like, I don't respect you. I can't play for you. I'm not. Play-. And I like quit. Boom, walked out. It was like that was probably the first. Uh, kind of stood up for yourself to yeah the first rage family. katie because i just like could not because he really cultivated a toxic environment for the team he would like talk about other people to other people and we're like teenage girls so we all fucking talk to each other and it's got to the point where everybody was really unhappy and i remember we had to play a game and everybody was like crying and i was like this is fucked up i can't this is not what i want to spend my time after school doing yeah i think some people think they they could be a coach or really want to be a coach but you get into the position and i'm sure it's the same thing with management at companies or whatever it is but when you're given governance over other people Mm -hmm. it takes a really special skill set to get people to to want to perform for you as opposed Mm -hmm. to like cracking the whip and telling people this is my system i think it's more of a again going to the team it's like a team it's a camaraderie like we're working together look at how well we did and then giving kudos to people and giving everybody equal opportunity to improve yeah i mean i had great coaches they were tough but great for softball and a lot of people couldn't handle the toughness because they'd be like, run it again. Like it was that like you didn't get it. We got to run it again. And it wasn't an attack on you. It was just like, I know you can do better. Do it again. I'm a firm believer that you give someone agency over whatever project they're doing. If they're uh, working for you as a in an employee you know, mm-hmm. fashion or if you're working on a team and you're, you're kind of put in charge, the other person doesn't need to be micromanaged they already know what they're supposed mm-hmm. to do because they they've made it to the team or they've made it to the big leagues or they've made it yeah well and the more you micromanage the less faith they think you have in them and then yeah. that can erode at their own faith in themselves that's it so you so just say look this is what we want to do mm-hmm. show me what you can do to get us there yeah you know you already have the skill set and if you if you need help if you if you're looking for some guidance i'm here i can impart knowledge but you already know you know you've made it so far yeah and you're not an idiot we're also all adults. That's it. At that point. Okay. All right. That we was never good. got in. I know we went on a whole tangent. I'm sorry, Natasha. We are going to get to your letter. So we have a letter from Natasha and it is entitled Long Words and Why They Are Beautiful. Natasha or Natasha? I don't know. And silly though. She didn't let me finish. Long Words and Why They Are Beautiful and Silly. Okay. <clears throat> and I think it's Natasha. Moin Moin. Lovely uh-huh. people. She's our Moin Moin. Moin Moin. Here is the witch of the state again with another lesson. Remember, she wants to be our witch. Yes. Uh-huh. Our, uh, another lesson on the German language. The topic of today is why the heck are some German words so long? Yeah. First, let me tell you some things like Dunoff a Schmidt a Schart Selenikritzi a lot of Hopater Squirk a Bounty Bina Tenge Selishoft. I'm sure I pronounced that perfectly. <laughs> Look how long it is. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, come on. If you can try to put it on the screen so people can see it. <clears throat> are not used in the common language here. And those words are tricky for Germans and well, as well. But it is not so complicated as it might seem in the beginning because those long words are not pronounced like they're one word. There's a thing called. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. There's a thing called Glottischlag, which describes a pause within a word. It's not a spiegelly or a spiegel, a spiegel li. So every word, I'm saying those things wrong, I don't even know. So every word in the, oh, I see. It's not a spiegelly, but a spiegel lil i. So pausing. Spiegel. Do you see what I did there? I have no idea what's going on. So there's pauses. There's within this thing the called Glottischleg where it describes a pause within a word. Uh, <clears throat> so it's not spiegel-y, but spiegel-l-e. I'm pausing. That's me doing the, the Glottischleg. Okay. Ham burger. Exactly. Po-tato. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So every word in those really long words kind of stands on its own. You sound a little silly when you do it with shorter words, but I understand what you're saying yeah. with... Yeah, this means that it's Danu il Donf il Schaffarts I electrizaten electricity I copped I think those are eyes but I Brettis work I bow I unter I bompton I glossalschaft. And yes, we use such words as tongue twisters. And yes, the word has its own Wikipedia article. As funny and sometimes annoying as it might seem, I love this concept of putting the words together. If you don't have a word for something, you just build one. Ah. A lot of words. The Germans are builders. They are the builders. A lot of words have beautiful pictures that they paint in your head. One of my favorite examples is Hanscher. In English, glove. If... If you part the word into two parts that it is made of, one being hand and the other being sh, <clears throat> you get shoe in English. And it isn't and isn't that exactly what it is? A hand shoe. Yes, I agree. Oh boy. a shoe for your hand. Hand shoe. Ah, I love it, she says. So it's hand shoe? Uh huh. Hand shoe. Even if you never heard a word before, you could tell what it describes. Is there a word for this thing here? I'm not sure, but I can build you one. By the way, the most words in German are not put together. Oh, most words in German aren't those smushy smushed words. In English, you have to invent a new word or do the same as we do, just with a space between each word. The most difficult part is the reading or writing or the need to stay focused while someone says it. It's true because mm-hmm. you got to piece it together. What are you telling me? And it's going on for a long time. And I'm sorry, guys, but I don't understand most of your German. <laughs> Ours? It's clear as day. I'm so I'm per I've heard I have a perfect accent and perfect pronunciation. Yeah. You go to the kindergarten. But if you'd like a little lesson or what what was the um what was the hospital? Krakenhaus. Crack Krakhaus. Because you cracked a bone. You went you gotta go to the, the mm. Kraken Fixen and glove and shoe. Oh it'll come back to me. But if you'd like a little lesson on pronouncing some German words or letters, just let me know. Sure. With this letter, I also want to tell you that I am very impressed by your courage. I mean, I learned English. I've learned English now for nine years, and I watch nearly all of my TV shows in English. And I am still scared of actually speaking because I could get some grammar wrong or make a fool of myself. Dude, your letter is perfect. It's impeccable. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. And just fumble and and say things like, huh? Or, yep. Or, in between. uh, Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, just like you have the the what is it the letter spiel Lee thing the the pause. The we use things like uh, uh yep huh. <laughs> just put that in between your words, and everyone will think you're from like I don't know Ontario or Glotschleg Glottischleg. Yeah, I was like, it's not whatever you said spiel. That was the word that she's breaking up. Spiegel, yeah. Glockenspiel. I mean. I have trouble in Spanish. I still try to use it as much as possible when I can. Um, and when I get confused, I say things like, ah, no, no, Vito. Like, I don't remember. Or I'll say, como se dice? How do you say? And then I pause. I'll be like, mm. como se dice? Tio padre y panza antigua. Eh? Como se dice? That's not even a, I don't even know what you said. Just it's like. Italian. Was it, what are you saying? Uh, how do you say your father, he thinks old school. He's like, say it again. Como se dice? Slowly. Mm-hmm. Tio padre. That's Spanish. Y panza antigua. I think that's Italian. It's from The Godfather. <laughs> it's when Michael goes to meet the guy in the restaurant. I was wondering where you're pulling this out. And the guy is telling Michael, you know, like, hey, because Michael, his dad is The Godfather. We have, Marlon Brando. A, we have Italians, so. Italians. Morena, let us know. Oh, yeah, Morena's going to be like, dude, that's horrend- horrendous. <laughs> it sounds like Spanish, though, but it's not the romance, romance language. language. But- and it could be the way I'm pronouncing it, you know. It's possible. Okay. So she wants to end her letter with some fun facts. And I'm already excited. The German language has about 5.3 million words. Whoa. What? Is that a lot? A lot? I don't know. How much? Okay, Google. How many words in the English language? In Spanish, you would say cuantas in its feminine form and cuantos in its masculine form. Okay, Google. Thank you. <laughs> Google's definitely listening to us because she... <laughs> okay, Google, subscribe to Opinions That Don't Matter. Sorry, I didn't understand. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, hold on. Um, I don't think she understood us. She was definitely listening because she was speaking uh, to us in Spanish. I know, that's weird. That's really weird. Oh, how many words in the English language? It does it in Spanish. Why is it doing that? English to Spanish. You're in the tra- Google Translate. Why? You should be in Google search. That's just crazy. Okay, it says the Oxford Dictionary, for whatever it's worth, has 273,000 words. Whoa, so there's a lot more So there's more a lot German. more in German, I would assume. Gosh. Um, yeah, it looks like there's, just let's just for round numbers. I heard they're trying to simplify the, or unify and then simplify the Germanic language. I like the all German things language. unified and simplified. Let's hmm. come come together. Right, right now, now. and make it simple dun, 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 dun. that's how the song goes right yeah <laughs> okay so that's the one fun fact Christoph is like no it isn't <laughs> he's like all wrong i am the he's like it's on the downstroke real subtle you know like <laughs> g c i'm like <laughs> okay we have a special s sound so here's our second fact we have a special s sound that's called s z it's e s z e t t s z Scharf's S or Doppel S written. Oh, that's that funny B. Strauss. That's that funny B. Yeah, you like know the squiggle B. Squiggle B. The squiggle B. Yeah, like uh, it's an S. They use that in street names. I think like Strauss. Strauss. I don't know. I think it's just a letter that they use, and, and that's fine. And uh, so that it's written like that. I always wondered. I always was like, is that a B? What is that? It's an S, pronounced like an S of some sort. And it was not possible to write as a big letter until 2017. Before, what you needed to write SS, oh, you had to write SS instead. So spas would have been spas. Mm. Okay. 
Oh, that's it. You know the old German joke, can't spell spas without ass. (laughs) Have a wonderful week and be sure that you will read from me. Oh, you'll be sure that you'll read from me again and again till death and beyond fading. (laughs) Remember, she's our witch. Yeah. (laughs) I try to uh, do you proud. Um, Evil greetings from me and my cat who ate parts of my gingerbread house again. (laughs) Evil cat noises. They make that. I feel like that's the evil cat noise. P.S. I attached some pictures of me and my vicious cat so that you can have a picture in mind and a face to put to all the evil that we spread alone and together. I know there's no evil. You can't fool us. You're like one of those good witches like the Glinda. Oh, the Glinda. Well, maybe she doesn't want that. Let's let her let us know. And if you would like, you may show them to the OTDM fam. Okay, it says. If you're a, a real witch, you'd cast a spell on this person who is a shithead to. Uh, oh, I can't open them on the on your phone, to, yeah. but we'll put them. They're attached, and we will put them up. And I want to see your face, so I will make Sean show me later. Okay, wonderful. Thus concludes another session of Opinions That Don't Matter. We appreciate your serious. Thank nature you for tuning element. in. Thank you for your support. Uh, and if there's any books you'd like us to read from next week, we'd Ooh. certainly be interested in that. Or perhaps we could macrame some Jean Shorts. Does something. anybody have any good ghost stories? Ghost stories. I know eh? I said that funny. I don't know why. <laughs> Katie wants have, to hear some ghost stories. I had like a bubble in my throat. Uh, it, I do like the bubble noise. It, it, not a bad one where you swallow air pro- improperly or water but yeah. like a little air bubble coming back up like uh-huh. hey guys i'm not done yet it's like i have more to say and it makes you sound funny yeah like Ugh. it gets you all you know funny right hey you know what i do want to talk about a project maybe that our uh, our correspondents our people at large could mm-hmm. help us with what and how? i don't know how the best way to go about it is but we're not very good at writing a description for what the show actually is mm. does so, anybody want to help assist us yeah. every so often well no not the show notes but spotify for example we've brought the show oh. over there and then they say give a description for what the audience would would be getting if they tune in what's what's your show about oh. and i don't really know what are like how to articulate it's a lot about nothing i know but, much to do about nothing right yeah i guess if anybody wants to assist with that on any number if you're like i'll do one no, it's just just one. It's like the oh, like the show to, as a whole. Yeah, and I don't need someone to craft oh. the message, but yeah, the show. Like maybe leave it in the comments OTDM? how you would describe OTDM to a friend. That's what I'm looking for. Because I see. I, I didn't understand what you were trying to say. I was like, oh my god, we have to do this for like a hundred and something episodes. A lot of people don't understand what I'm <laughs> trying to say, but it's not your fault. It's uh, oh, so let us know and we'll take some of what you say and probably put it all together with things other people say yeah I think you put it best Katie how would you describe opinions that don't matter to a friend and that would be very helpful also if you happen to be on Apple feel free to leave a a 10 star rating and uh, 10 out of (laughs) 5 and uh, leave a comment we'd like to hear from you we do we'd love to hear from you okay have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next time Bye. bye bye